This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Seems to be there. Yes. He's not considered the elite of the elite, but he's right there uh, in terms of the respect level, probably next tier down yes. in terms of the number of votes he got on some of these some of these categories. Yeah, so that's... He's mentioned quite a bit. Yeah, that's kind of the, uh, that's the rub there. I mean, I would say... Um, which team is the most fun to watch? It was Golden State and Grizzlies, one and two there. Um, which team has the best home court advantage? Grizzlies did not uh, crack the vote here. Kind of interesting. I feel like they have a pretty good home court advantage when when that thing is rocking. Um, which team's level of success this season is toughest to predict? Brooklyn Nets, number one. Yeah, that's easy. Lakers, number two. Grizzlies, number three. Interesting. I, I get it. I get it. You're just like, okay, last season's over. You were number two in the in the West. What are you going to be now? You know, are you going to be hunter able to? Hunter becomes the hunter. Exactly. Oh, uh, which team has the promising young, most promising young core? Cleveland Cavaliers number one, Grizzlies number two. Again, I feel like the Grizzlies should have the edge there because they actually achieved something, and the Cavs have not yet. Whatever, it's not my opinion. Uh, which player is most most athletic? Ja got the vote there. He did win that category, thirty eight percent. Which player is fast with the ball? Ja Morant, sixty two percent of the vote. Um, with De'Aaron Fox there at 31%. So that is the, uh, that is the majority of the, uh, of the GM survey. It's always pretty interesting here. Uh, but I, I think it sort of underscores a, uh, it's not skepticism about the Grizzlies. That, that would be the wrong word. It's more of like a, you know, a, a cautious optimism probably about what the Grizzlies are going to do this season. How do you follow up what was the best season, you know, uh, in a long time, I don't know. I can't starting remember. up with a key player down too. That exactly. was a rock. Let's thing. be real too. He was, he was an anchor for he you was. last season. He, he was sure the guy was. that managed to stay in there. So, you know, obviously first team All NBA defensive guy. So, uh, yeah, not having Jaron there too, I think, adds to the questions. But I think we feel pretty good about what the Grizzlies have in position to sort of replace him for the at least the time being on the short term. Whether mm-hmm. it's Santi or you know Laravia or some of these other guys, they've. Uh, have got to plug into the position, you feel like you can get enough done. Are they going to be Jaron? Absolutely not, as Jessica points out, but it's it's doing an impression of him. And Santi seems to, right now, you know, he's the best candidate for the job. I, I, I'm, I'm comfortable with mm-hmm. where he is right now. And, again, that's hoping that this is a, uh, you know, it's a shorter stay on the injury list for Jaron than a long one he's back by. Oh, surely by Christmas. Yep, that's the, you would think so, no doubt. All right, uh, Trista Chris going to join us at one twenty-five. We'll talk to her about this. Get her thoughts on the Grizzlies, the NBA season, and more. Stick around, Jason and John, ninety-two FM, ESPN. Bop, bop.
Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John. Live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Always going to get it at Homer Skelton, Chrysler Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Millington, whatever you're looking for. They got cars on the lot, ladies and gentlemen. They got those Grand Wagoneers. They got the Grand Cherokees. They got the Ram 1500s. Mm-bop. Shaq's waiting on you. They're there to make a deal, right? These are good guys, and they want to put you in a great car at a great price, and that is what they do every single day. So, you want some folks you can trust that you know are going to make you a good deal, get you those good incentives, head on down to Homer Scott and Christ Dodge Jeep Ram Millie. Yep, 7661 U.S. Highway 51 North. I'm so glad I made the drive out there. The best car buying experience of my life two months ago. It's almost three months ago now. Wife's still happy. The kid calls it our luxury vehicle. It's really not. It's Grand Cherokee. Got low mileage, seven-year warranty. But compared to our old cars, it is. Point is, our man Shaq's got all the options for you got all the car choices for you and if it's not on that lot he'll go out and get it for you not gonna get any better than that you can check out the selection online at homerskeltoncdj.com better yet just get on out there go see for yourself how to just bunch of normal guys in the car business changing lives four tires at a time so we talked uh, uh, briefly about antonio brown uh earlier this week about his his, his incident in the pool in Dubai, which is uh, just uh, another example of, of Antonio Brown having gone off the deep end, no pun intended. Um, and he also posted a, a, a picture on Instagram. Um, I don't know what the intent was. I don't know what the, the, the goal was. But he posted a picture of Giselle hugging him from the Super Bowl championship a yeah. couple of years ago. Uh, I don't, was, was there a caption on that? Antonio uh, Brown is a clown. No, I'm saying, and, and uh, his clown is the face. No, on the oh, that that's Shannon's. Yeah, we'll, oh. yeah, we'll get to him. But, oh, okay, but the, on, no caption. But it's th- just on TikTok. Th- this picture of, of from Antonio where he posted of hugging up. Yeah, it's hugging on the bottom the there. Bowl. Yeah, and she's looking directly at him as if it were intimate on the field, almost. Correct. It does look like almost like they're a couple. You know, he said it gives the, the vibe. The caption is "Put that ish on." Yeah, there that, you go. Right, that's his his song, song. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, got it. Okay, so he's clearly you know trying to uh, a- you know get a rise out of somebody here, uh, and and Shannon Sharp, you know who uh, who I do I, I go back. Sometimes I think he's great. Sometimes I don't. I, I think he nailed this one on Antonio Brown. This is what he had to say. AB is a clown, and he's been a clown for the longest. He's done in the NFL. Nobody's going to waste their time. No. And, 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 and last night took the cake for me. I'm done. Everybody should be done. After he posted Tom Brady's wife and, post, and said what he said, that man took your ass in. That man revived your career. Nobody was going to give you a chance. And you take a shot at this man's wife. You do that, AB? I fought you at home. Because every last one, because every time someone try to correct, they be all y'all do is like, hey, let that man live. Let that man do this. Let that man do that. And that man is harming himself. Mm-hmm. And instead of somebody saying, you know what, Shannon, you're right. I wish somebody would get with A.B. and tell A.B. to slow it down. I don't want you to tell me what I need to hear. Tell me what I need to know. Tell me what can help me become a better man, yeah. a better person, mm-hmm. a better player. As opposed to like, yep, skip the egg of the man on. The man naked, got his ass in somebody's face, taking his private off. And they said, yeah, A.B., yeah, A.B., you see this? Instead of saying, A.B., private, what you, 
I mean, me personally, I'm like, what, what the hell are you doing? Bro, you about to get a, you in Dubai. Mm-hmm. You lucky they throw his ass in jail. That's what I would have done with my homeboy. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no homeboy. Bro, hey, we, we gone. Because mm-hmm. I'm not finna go to jail for you. I'm not going to jail for you. And people at home, I want y'all to stop this. When someone, when a, a black person is trying to correct another black person, mm-hmm. stop talking this bull job about somebody trying to bring them down. Y'all want people just let bull job go. Keep, well, keep, oh yeah, keep, no, it's wrong. And it's okay to correct them when they're wrong because we, 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 we see where this is heading. Stop, stop this, this notion that, man, Shanna, you shouldn't have said that, but he was wrong. I know that, but don't say it. What? I'm free, I'm free. And everybody happy, you ought to see his Facebook Live just going crazy with likes and mentions and click. I'm free, I'm free, yeah, AB free. Man, look at AB, AB is old man. He's showing he don't need the man. They just co-signing and he eating it up. And how much money did he leave on the table? 30 million. You a damn fool, who, who done that? You hustling backwards. The objective is to get as much money as you can. Not say, you know what, well, I don't want 30 million, I want five million. Yeah. So I think he makes a lot of good Several points. Several points. I think he makes yeah. a lot of good points. A couple yeah. different arguments in there. There are, but I think that yeah. – I, I do think this. I think there are people who enjoy the show, right, and who enable it, you know. Uh, you know, his post of, of, of Giselle got 500,000 likes on Instagram. Good grief. You know what I'm saying? So there are people who – and this is just true of American society and American culture, right? Like it's it's why we watch not not we, but why it's why shows like Mari exist, right? You know, Jerry Springer. We 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 like watching. Well, Springer's a judge now. Well, yeah, which is crazy, not that crazy, in this world that we live in. But once upon a time, he was this facilitator of. But this would be more along the lines of like celebrity gossip stuff, right? More, oh, yeah. More than the just no, I'm just saying the, the but, romantic but, relations. No, it, it's, it's not romantic, but it's, it, it's is, but it was a you would you watch those to because because they were train wrecks. to see a train wreck, and that's what Antonio uh, Brown okay. is. Right. Antonio Brown is By a train that. wreck, yes. right? So I'm not saying I'm not trying to sit here and diagnose and say that's the only thing here, but I do think that is a part of it, and I also think he is not listening to anybody. Uh, he's fired his agent. You know, I, I I don't think there's anybody that can uh, that can get through to him at this point. I don't know how many people are trying. I wish there was somebody that was, and I wish there was somebody that he was he would listen to. Well, it feels like he's burned a lot of those bridges that have been willing to try Absolutely. at some point. At one point, he was living with Brady and Giselle. You know, when 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 Tom brings him over, so every you know he's kind of turned on a lot of folks. It it feels like John and a lot of organizations, obviously. Uh, and, and uh, Antonio Brown has so. Th- I, I I think part of what Part of what Shannon said there is common sense, especially from the – this is what I agree with. Man, you don't bring another guy's wife and kids into it, especially especially when we're talking sports and talking mm-hmm. about other players and that kind of thing. That's supposed to be, and I know it is in the locker room, that stuff's off limits, mm-hmm. especially speaking on it publicly. And and A.B. knew what he was doing. Like, he's he's trolling Tom, you know, putting that up there at a time where Tom's reportedly going through it. With Giselle, man, that's that's a pump move. Like back to Shannon's part, and and that that to me is the common sense part of this. The the other part that I found interesting though that Shannon chose to address here is that when I criticize guys like AB, I get a uh, 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 um, feedback from you know from black folks in this instance that say I'm trying to drag a black man down. Stop doing that, right? And 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 Shannon's point is in this case when a black man is wrong, I have. 
I should be allowed to criticize. We need to criticize is essentially what he was saying there. And and I, I, you know what it made me think of? I'll be real honest with you. I rewinded a couple of years back. When we had to be critical of Tubby Smith, there was some of that there then. Mm-hmm. It was, Jason, how can you bring – you're bringing a black man down. How could you do this? And it was never about Tubby's race whatsoever or bringing – I, I understood how important it was – to have Tubby Smith in that spot as a black man. That said, though, if Tubby Smith is not living up to the expectations of the job or is giving you a product that doesn't meet your expectations or or typically Memphis Tigers' expectations of this program and he's trying to lower those expectations, if we don't criticize whether he's white, black, or whatever else, what are we doing? We're just just blind mice out here. Mm -hmm. So, So... Take out – I agreed with this point, but you get that. You get that a lot these days if if a black man criticizes a black, another black man or black woman, even if he's right to criticize, you will see a segment of the black population come out and say, you're being an Uncle Tom, you know, bringing this guy. Let A.B. live. Stop doing and, – and let's be real. I think whether we're white or black, we can see A.B.'s made some dumb, foolish decisions here. Yep. Set aside the, the trolling of Tom, the money, everything else. I mean, You've burnt all list. bridges. People have really tried to reach out and help you, and he's burning – he's slapping those hands. He's burning those bridges. So, uh, again, I go back to, to Shannon's point there. You should be rightly allowed to criticize in instances where common sense like this should be applied. You see what I'm saying? So so I remember getting that on Tubby and, and feeling a certain kind of way about it. Like, wow. Like, I've got a responsibility here, obviously, as, as, a, as a black man on the radio, one of the few voices uh, that you'll hear every day on the radio in terms of with a black background. So, so you feel a great responsibility to do the right things, say the right things. But when it came to Tubby, I would get that sometimes and feel a certain kind of way about it. This is the exact point Shannon's making here. I I, th- I think you you have to trust your heart in these instances and know you know in this case it has nothing to do with race whatsoever. It's a criticism of the man in his job. Right, and and that is obviously something that like I see if you criticize a white guy, you're not going to hear from the white but white your white listeners. Exactly. You're bringing another white guy down. Like that yes. doesn't happen for yes. you. Th- this uh, this is only happening right. in situations where black folks are in the media. They're put in a position where they have to criticize another black person, and a lot of times, what they'll get shot back, whether they're right yeah. or wrong to criticize, is you're an Uncle Tom. Mm-hmm. And so that's obviously Shannon with his reach and platform mm-hmm. gets that a ton. And it's you know I, I was surprised to hear him address it in this. But but he probably gets it so much now he yep. felt the need to. But I mean the whole the whole thing with Tubby just was ridiculous because uh, y- yes Tubby uh, was a black man but everybody that was advocating for his removal was also advocating for the hire of another black man named Penny Hardaway. Mm-hmm. So I I feel like that that and I I know you've gotten it because I've seen it you know I've seen I you know I know believe me I I, I still to this day right I you know but but I just feel like in that instance exclusively um well I, I do think it comes from a you don't want to see black folks torn down publicly like mm-hmm. you know as black, a right right when we talk as about black a, owned yes, businesses for sure. everything no, else I'm, it's about uh, yep. supporting and yep. uplifting yes so when there's any tearing down right. and i understand that yes. of someone uh, who's in the public eye anything else well, because a certain yes. segment of black population is going to feel like man you ain't supporting brother. well I, you ain't I, supporting yes, the cause because but black it, people but, are the minority but, in this country correct. right i but mean back to the point there's a right time there yes. are times when you have to as shannon pointed out yes. and during those times again it's not right to be called 
platform, those black forms, and that those black folks on that platform, which we need those voices well, to be uh, calling yes. them out as Uncle Tom's well, and, and, and all and that. I, and and I do. It's uncalled for. I think there are absolutely ridiculous. Look, there are people who think race should never come into the equation, and I am absolutely not one of those people. Right. I think there are times where race matters and is relevant to a discussion, and 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 could or should shape the way that we talk about a certain thing. I think in this situation, it has nothing to do with Antonio Brown being black or white or whatever he would be. And it's about how he's conducting himself as a human being, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's not, this is not like Antonio Brown is being unfairly teed off on. He has put out a, a, a long track record over the last two to three years since he got traded to the Raiders, um, you know, of a pattern of destructive behavior. Not just to himself, right? Mm-hmm. But but to others around him. Uh, he, he's fired agents. He's gotten he's he's fought, gotten into a fist fight with a moving truck driver. He's done the stuff at the pool. He's quit on the job in the middle of the game with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? I mean, and all in in somehow in all that won a Super Bowl. <laughs> like wow, like that. What a ride it's been, man. What a ride it's been for Antonio Brown. But yes, I I I. I feel sad for him because um, he's 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 a m- multimillionaire, and, and that's exactly why he's sort of socially allowed to get away with the things that he's getting away with because he has money, um, and because people that are close to him they don't want to get cut off from the hand that feeds, so they're not going to come to him and have that real talk conversation with him, right? right. And he ain't going to listen to Shannon Sharp. Well, he's not listening to anybody. Yeah, like he ain't going to listen to Shannon Sharp. He ain't going to he ain't going to say. Oh, uh, you know what, Unc, you're right. Uh, you know what, what? You make good points. I need to get back. Because he's got it. What he's done is he's surrounded himself with a group of yes men that think everything he does is funny and good and all that. And so he has no incentive or motivation to stop doing it. And because people just, you know, they Antonio Brown gets sent out by those people, right? That's what they say, right? You you, you sending him out. He's getting sent out. He's people don't care the like they're they're videotaping him acting like a jackass at the pool. If you really cared about Antonio Brown, right? If you cared about that man and you're in his circle, you would say, "Bro, you got to stop this." You would not be sitting there videotaping it and encouraging it secondhand. Yeah, you but, know. But but again, I go back to folks. It, it he he's got to be willing to receive that. No, it's true. And right now, clearly, because you know that's not easy to do. No, because Shannon's at this point because you feel like this guy's yep. burned this many bridges and he's yes. blown it to this point where you're willing to call him a clown. Like that's right. That's the thing about. Uh, Antonio, you got to you got to want to be helped. Well, in you're this right. Instance. And, and, and if the, it's that phase where he's not, those hands are gonna stop coming well, out to you. You know what I'm saying? And, those and, hands and, and the people that being are with him you. in Dubai, how do they get there? On Antonio Brown's PJ, right? You know what I'm saying? So if they want to go back, they're not. You know, I mean, that's the that's mm. the that's the tangled web we weave here. Is that you you s- sort of insulate yourself with yes men, you know? Who who probably know in the back of their mind like this is this guy is completely nuts, but you're just you're you know you're on that you know on that teat so to speak, and so you're just not gonna do anything, you know to to force yourself off of it, you know which is a it's an ugly cycle, um, but I I have no doubt that that's what's going on. And anybody else that like says a a, a foul word, Antonio Brown's like cut off, done, get out of my face, you're done. Yeah. Hopefully, doesn't do some foolishness, gets him, you know, arrested or something yeah. like that. No, something, it's true. Or put somebody's life in danger. One hundred percent, including his own. Exactly. I mean, it's 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 just as much about Antonio Brown as it is anything else, right? 
Um, anyway, we'll come back. Trista Crick's going to join us. We'll talk to her about uh, the NBA. Maybe we'll get her thoughts on Antonio Brown as well uh, because that, that was in the news this week. So all that and more on the other side. Stick around. Jason and John. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. FM ESPN. Krista Crick is the host of BetMGM Tonight on Odyssey. And then catch her on the fan on weekends. She joins us now. What's up, TK? What's up, guys? We got basketball back. It is here. It's officially, you can smell it in the air. Fall is here. The weather has turned. Was that a grizzly? Mm-hmm. That, was a, that was a grizzly, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a grizzly. That's a real grizzly. Nice. We got that one out here in Memphis. So let me ask you guys this. What do you guys feed them? Uh, uh, crystal side chicks. God, got it. Ah, very clever. That's what that's what you feed the grizzly bears in North Memphis. That's just some advice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, do you have any like as the as the season is underway, we're getting you know preseason basketball in here. Um, do you have any like futures? that you've placed or are thinking about? Because I'm, I'm kind of like in the mood to sweat something for a full season. Um, is there anything that you really like in terms of the NBA futures markets? You know, I feel really gross about conveying this because you guys know how I feel about this team. You guys are – you've been with me since day one uh, in terms of knowing you know, what I want to happen in the West. I think it's very clear that if my Portland Trailblazers do nothing, which, you know, let's be honest, they're not a contender. Let's just let's just be straight with it. That I would like to see, I would like to see Memphis do something. And if it's not Memphis, I'd like to see the Clippers do something. But but truthfully, it doesn't really matter what I want. The gods are cruel, and I think it's just I put the money immediately as soon as they won the title. I just went back again, and I put money plus. 650 on the Golden State Warriors to win it all. You did because do that. You did do that. I did it. I did it immediately. I, I have it. I played it, I think, because it was like plus 450 at one point, which is like not a number that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. And then it went up. I think as, you know, Steam went on, you know, the, the public markets betting other teams, or you've got, you know, I think 
because they lost a couple of guys, Gary Payton the second, mm-hmm. you know, Otto Porter. Not to say that that really matters, but to some people, I guess it does. You know, losing critical pieces of a, of a championship team. You know, Andre Iguodala looked like he was going to retire. And again, he's not really a force on the court, but he helps uh, in a big way in terms of like the the leadership on the team. So it actually went up to I think plus six fifty in the summer. So I played it right away. When it was like plus five fifty, then it went down to four fifty. I stayed away, and then I got it. I think it's at six hundred or six fifty. So I, I have that, and I think that's just the greatest hedge that you could have of like the outcome that you want least to happen. Like just bet on that because you know worst case scenario you're making money, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I also put I also put money on the Clippers. Hold on one second, Emma. It's the clapping. The clapping sound effects are not someone knocking at the door. It's just the radio hit. That's right. That's right. Please be quiet, dog. Please be quiet. So yeah, I think the uh, the Clippers are an interesting team. They're the, I think they're the deepest team in the West. Mm-hmm. Maybe the deepest that. team. Maybe the deepest team. Period. Mm-hmm. Like one fifteen. If you look at their backups, like Norm Powell was a starter flash like six men when Toronto won the championship and they were going to build around him obviously uh you know you've got Robert Covington who I don't love as like a real piece but as a, a guy playing a role yep. I, I really like yep. I mean you've just got a lot of these guys I mean you've got obviously John Wall who they say looks really good Reggie Jackson who they say looks really good obviously he's got the job and then you've got Kawhi and Paul George and just a host of other dudes right so I think I put that. I think that was plus seven hundred. So I have that. I haven't done anything in the East yet. I could be convinced to take a Bucks ticket. Feels a little obvious, a little on the nose. But I think if Chris Middleton was was healthy, he would have been. Uh, he, they would have won in game in like game seventy. I think they probably wouldn't have even gone seven against Boston. And then, as like a flyer, as like a let's sweat it out, just take a Western Conference future, or maybe to win the conference. Like, my sleeper team this year, my Memphis team of this year, you know, comes out, like, maybe they overperform in year, you know, one. Year two, they take a huge jump. Who knows what that jump looks like is the Pelicans. I think they are really, really good. They're going to be disgusting. They're so long. Brandon Ingram, he looks unguardable. Adding C.J. McCollum in the mix, I think, makes them, like, really interesting in terms of having a facilitator now that CJ's playing a one. You guys like the Pelicans? Because, man, I like them. Yeah, I kinda, I'm, I'm kind of a little bit concerned, I think, would be the word up for us here in Memphis with them. If it, you know, the fact that if that thing works out, that's bad news for the Grizzlies. Just, uh, just, just <laughs> is. You'd rather see it dysfunctional and nasty when you're in Memphis. But, you know, you put CJ with what they've got now. Still got to see whether it can work with Zion and Brandon Ingram. Both of them need the ball. We didn't see that last year, you know, after CJ comes over. So we'll see how it works out. But I think you're smart to pick that Pelicans team. They got a lot of good pieces. Our man John loves him some some Willie Green. Let me let me ask you this about Luca. The GM survey's out. You know, forty eight percent of them say Luca's gonna win the the MVP. Trista, if they finish sixth in the standings, you know, which is where the, the GM surveys got them, you know, behind Memphis at tied for six with Minnesota, is that gonna be enough winning? For Luca to be an MVP, I don't think normally no, but I think how tight these Western Conference and Eastern conferences have been in terms of like maybe there's two games deciding the second to the sixth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that, I think matters. 
I think the universe and the media really likes Luca. I think they no want Luca to win one. Yes. Right. I think that narrative matters a lot. Luca, I said this. I said this since he got into the league, and we knew that he was that guy. As soon as Luca decides to take his body seriously, and he, you know, doesn't mess around and go to Slovenia and chill on the beach and eat whatever he wants and parties, and you know, we, as soon as we don't see fluffy Luca coming into the NBA season, like the league is on notice, and I think. I would put an, uh, an MVP ticket in for him, despite you know what everyone else wants to do. And I've been saying that since he got in the league. So I put a, I put money on him to win the MVP before it was like I guess trendy. Um, I don't think the number was great. I think that was like plus five fifty. I forget what it was. I've got some a bunch of old. You know how it is when you put in futures in the summer and you're like, what do I have again? <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think that's true. I think if he's if they're a six seed, as long as they're in the playoffs. So maybe five seed, and that's going to be tough. It's going to be tough with, with what they lost, right? I like Jalen Brunson a lot. I, I don't think he's obviously worth $27, 28000000 million on that Dallas team, considering who you have in Luka. But I don't think Spencer Dinwiddie is putting up 41 points if Luka's on the bench with a, with a twisted ankle. I don't know if I trust him to be a consistently a, a playmaker and a guy who can get you buckets. So, yeah, I'm really curious about what they, they will do. We're talking to Trista Crick. Join us every Tuesday here on the show catcher on BetMGM tonight, every single night. Uh, news from earlier today that we have not talked about. Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen have both hired divorce lawyers, uh, so that seems to be the way it's going. My question to you, Trista, is, is Tom Brady going to take this as a personal affront, and is, is the league going to have to be on notice uh, if this proceeds? Like, I just feel like Tom is the guy who's like going to find a way to use this and bottle it up and win a Super Bowl again. Like I'm like I'm not even really joking. I think what it means more than that is that he's probably playing till he's fifty. What do you have at that point? Like yeah. if you don't have a relationship That's to right. uphold or someone who has expectations wow. of you and responsibilities where you've got like a he can be a, a not a normal human, right? Giselle is what humanized him. He had to take out the trash. He had to put the kids to bed. He had to do some semblance of normal, grown folk business. Now he can be a robot, which is what we know he already is, right? And just literally live in an apartment and have everything done for him and just focus solely on football and just be falling out. I don't think that the Bucks have enough this year to win it all. I really don't. Like, they just have too many injury concerns, especially on the offensive line. Like, if anyone could do it with less, we know that it's Brady because their defense is really good and they can win games on defense. But what, you, what we've seen from them, I mean, even just you know, a couple of days ago against, against the Chiefs, it just, it just doesn't look good. He's under duress way too much for my liking, and it just doesn't feel like they have enough consistent weapons that are healthy in order for them to compete with, with teams like the Chiefs. Like even the Dolphins, who have more. I know two is obviously injured, and that's a big deal. But there's there's a few teams in the league that just have good. I mean, even the Eagles right now with their offensive line. I know maybe that comes comes to be fool's gold later on in the season, and maybe they're not who we thought they were. Maybe Jalen Hurts isn't as good, but like right now they look really potent as well with AJ Brown. So I just don't think that they have enough to win it all. But I do think this means if they go through with the divorce, this means that Tom Brady's playing until the wheels fall off. I'm I'm struggling with this with not calling Tom a fool for this one. I mean, it's a rough one. Shouldn't he have just stayed he retired? Like, what are we? I, 
I realize you don't need Giselle. You got money coming out of your ears here, but you've built something here. I, d- I don't. And, and and what's the point, Trista? How you can't I, outgoat the goat? He's got seven of them, right? Anything he adds on is just going. Oh well, Tom's got another one. Like we already consider him the best to have ever done it. I just he's willing to throw it all away because he loves competition. It honestly is a sickness. Yeah, and I I, tr- I truly believe I think so. that there is a a sociopathic thing that is required for that level of greatness. Like Kobe has it. Yeah. I think Nick Saban has it. Like uh, you're not, you don't feel joy in the result. You feel joy in the grind, which is like sick. Like no one feels joy in the grind, right? Like we are an outcome-based driven society, right? But no, like we want to ring on to the next. Mm-hmm. Let's do it again. And, and that is like an unfillable well of success. Yeah. And I think Giselle, she's been very successful in her own right, but she's found balance and she doesn't have to, you know, she's not like on America's Next Top Model every single year. You know what I mean? There's, there's mm-hmm. a level of work that doesn't require being the greatest. Um, yeah, I think, I think there's something inside of him, and I don't know what it is, that drives him to want to continue to compete. And that competition of, like, nobody's as good as me and I don't want to watch football yep. and call football when I think I'm still better than everyone in the league. I get that, but, man, are you throwing a lot away. Yeah, I just, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, uh, do I have balance in my home, in my life? I don't know, you know? I mean, I feel like probably not. Uh, is there anybody that, like, really sits back and says, man, I've, if, I just wonder, like, if you've achieved balance, like, does that mean, like, you're not, you know, taking care of, I don't know. Like, I, balance is, an, is, a, is a very uh, elusive thing to me, it feels like. I think anyone who's ambitious struggles with balance, right? Mm-hmm. I went to Quebec, to Canada, and unplugged because I was feeling like I didn't have enough balance, right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't taking care of the things that make me whole, right? And so then you're trying to overweight certain areas of your life so that you can continue to sustain. When you have as much money as they have, you know, a lot of the things that you don't get to do with without balance, you can have done for you. But as my mom would say, like, if you have someone doing all of your things for you, your gardening, your dishes, your cleaning, your housekeeping, your child care, are you even a human being? Like, are you, are, do you do anything for yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, because that's kind of a part of us being grown adults and humans is, like, doing stuff to yeah. take care of ourselves. Yep. I'm curious, just because you brought it up, that reset for you, that going back and trying to find when you went to Quebec, how, did did it work? How long? What what kind of process was that that you can take? You know, tell us about maybe for somebody that's listening. Yeah, no, it was awesome. I recommended it. It was called uh, the Monastery of the Augustinians. Uh, I wow. went for five nights there. I went on daily meditative walks for an hour, where they talked about history, but they also told us that the the sisters who started the monastery they went on walks when they were needing to get centered throughout the day. That was a part of their daily routine to make sure that they had enough. In the, in the tank to give to the people that they were caring for. Wow. They were in the medicine field. Yeah. Um, so they, they, that was, you know, breath and movement and lockstep was a big part of what they did. So they imparted that with us. So I learned a bunch of breathing techniques, and I've been, you know, doing that multiple times a day instead of when I wasn't very consistent. So it's not necessarily just meditation, but just focusing on breath and focusing on time getting outside. I've been doing that every day. And then, 
just making sure that when I need to wind down, and as you guys know, I, I host till 11 p.m., so how do we find ways to wind down faster? Mm-hmm. And it's shutting off a phone, deciding I'll watch the replays tomorrow of the games, um, turning candle lights on, turning all the lights off in my house, just, you know, reading a book, something chill, which is really hard to find to, in today's age. You know, trauma fiction is, like, really in vogue, which obviously ramps you up, doesn't wind you down. And so, you know, finding things like breath, making sure I'm doing, you know, working out every day, doing either yoga or some sort of workout, you know, making sure that I'm hydrated and just having a routine that I stick to. And when things come up that disrupt that routine, I tell those people that they need to change uh, their plans. I like that. That's, yeah, that, yeah, that, that, it helps. It, it seems grounded and calm. Yeah, I've never, yeah, rather than well. letting the, the rat, right, letting it dictate how you feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, letting the don't let the tail wag the dog kind of. There a you thing. go. I'm I, with I, you on that. I, I need to go to this place and find what what calms us, John. Yeah, I'm constantly. Yeah. I am constantly like wound up at all yeah, times. Yeah, it helped a lot. For I think me. many and of you guys us can are. tell. Like, yeah. yeah, I think you can tell. That's like anybody who's in the entertainment field. We have a little bit of that extra type A in us. So finding ways to you know have space to be calm and be chill and like be contemplative and you know, smile at strangers and just try to, like, have a level of joy of doing nothing. Very, very difficult, but it's it's helped a lot. I highly recommend. Plus, the food was banging. Food was included, and it was, like, all Michelin star-type food, much as you want. Anytime you wanted to eat there, they would serve you up, make you whatever you wanted. So it was, that food was, I mean, and the, the actual hotel itself, like, the rooms were really nice, and it was cozy, but kind of, like, quaint. It was great. I highly recommend and not very expensive. I will say, like, and I don't know what the what the study. I I, I really do. I find lighting a candle brings me some peace. For sure. It's and like it, sure. it seems like such a like a silly mundane thing, but when I when I have a you know I'll sit at the computer and I'll light a candle and I'll get I'll get that whiff of the aroma of the candle. You know, it brings me a certain. And I'm not gonna go crazy over it, right? I'm not like every problem in my life has not been now solved. But it does bring me a little bit of, hey, you know, this is kind of nice. A little. Yeah. yeah, it helps a little. They would put a little essential oil on our wrists, and we would rub it together before the contemplative walk that would smell like forest. And you would just, like, if you wanted to get recentered, you just take a little whiff on your wrist, and it would just, like, bring you back. Yeah, just, ah, just a little warm. I like uh. it. <laughs> like a, like a, it's been very pleasant. Like a sensory ah. deprivation tank. Have you ever done that? Yes, I have. I actually, they have a spa close by where they had, you know, a bunch of different things that float tanks and uh, steam rooms and all that stuff. So it was, it was great. Uh, it's like that, though. Yeah, you try to figure out a way to slow the mind down when you've got a million things that you do. And I think when we're in media, you're, you're doing a bunch of mm-hmm. hits, doing a show. You, maybe mm-hmm. you have a podcast. Maybe you've got a side hustle. I know John Wright. So it's like, how do you balance all that where your mind isn't always focusing on work? It's, it's so true. Now, now uh, when we get off here, you need to light a candle for Emma, your dog. She's very... Yeah, she's, she's starting to be turned up a little bit. <laughs> she is. She needs to go on a, a, what did you say, a contemplative walk. Uh, yeah. You know, she needs to take that. Put put Emma in the monastery for a week and see how she comes back. Yes. Make, she, make them take her and see if uh, they can teach her how to... <laughs> How to create a little distance between That's right. her and the stimuli. That's exactly hey, right. Uh, uh, Trista, appreciate <laughs> you, you every Trista. week. Thank you.
Yeah, appreciate it. Bye. Talk to you guys soon. Um, yeah, I... I, uh, I, I will send you on a trip. Man, send me on a trip, bro. Can you imagine this man with a damn candle next to oh, his laptop? We're going to, instead of Quebec, we're going to send him to Arkansas. No, so that's not going to get <laughs> Osceola. Go. go to Hot Springs. I want John to take a bath. Hot we're gonna Springs, light, man? We're going to put some candles around him because apparently it calms him down the, the, real good. We, we need to it, light those jokers the up over there in the candles. studio. Go take a bath in the hot waters, John, in Arkansas. In the dirty-ass waters. So you can no, calm bro. down. She went to, like, the glacial waters. I like how you're like, yeah, I can relate. I like candles. I like candles. We never knew that. I like candles. Now, but see, I don't like the dark, though. The dark gives me heebie-jeebies over there. That was one of the things. Connor would fill in for you, Brad, and he would always turn that damn light off, and it made me... I like the dim light. It calmed me down. Like, I'd be in here with Parrish. That's the one thing I loved about his show. I, I can't... Dim I don't lights. I don't get it. I, I, I never get the... I never got the the low lighting. I mean, he... It it, calms you down. Parrish is basically in here doing real radio. Oh, it's black in there with Parrish. black. Yeah, he did a show with Caucus this morning. He's like, bright light, bright light, bright light, because he was in here with Jeff. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't get that. I don't... That it's I it's do the not Zen understand. environment he wants. And well, that's fine. He's already found his. Yeah. You need to find yours and yeah. get off of Gary. Yeah. I think for our show, though, it's a, it's midday, it's bright lights, baby. You know, it's time to perform. Okay. Um, but uh, thanks to Trisha Crick for joining Appreciate us her. on the show. We'll come back, wrap it up. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 Turn of Fame, ESPN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Radio. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. It's football season. And it's football season at the Wing Guru. Where you can savor 21 flavors of lip smacking goodness. The whole wings, party wings, boneless wings. This month, you can get the 10-piece party wings for just $8.99. So get on over to the Mount Mariah location, the Kyber location, Millington location. Enjoy yourself some Wing Guru. I feels like just yesterday we were opening up that Mount Mariah location. Hmm, where has the time gone? These wings still just as good as the day Billy opened. Go get something for yourself. Party wings the way you like them with the Guru Gold, the 901. 
the Nashville Hot, which I love and suggest you try. The Triple J as well for our man Jaron Jackson Jr. 17 more flavors. you got to try them all and set the price to fit your wallet. Wing Guru, it's lip-smacking goodness and party wings the way you like them. When you see Billy Richmond, the former Tigers basketball player turned chicken house entrepreneur, you tell them that Jason and John sent you. Did you happen to see the quote from Victor Winbanyama? I did not. About his draft status. Uh, it's it's him and Scoot Henderson in 2023, right? Those mm-hmm. are the top two projected picks. Yeah. He was asked about presumed number two pick, Scoot Henderson. This is a real quote. This is not like a ball sack sports quote. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. He said, he's really a great player. If I was never born, I think he'd deserve the first spot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's the soccer player that uh, now is at the end of it, but kind of talked like that? Ronaldo? No, 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 no. The one that was uh, the brash one that says, basically, I'm, you're lucky I'm in your presence. You know what I'm talking about? The long... The guy, he's at the end of his career now. He's in his 30s. He oh, came over oh, and played, yeah, over, yeah, 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 played uh, yeah. in for L.A. there for a couple of years. The, the, you know, uh, that's how uh, he would talk. Ibrahimovic. Yes, yes, yes. Ibrahimovic. Yes. Reminds me of You're that. exactly right. That is, yes. <laughs> that is how he talks. Mm-hmm. He was with the Galaxy there for yes, a minute. Yes, that's him. Yes. I think that's that's why we're a good team, John. I was going to get I there. I can only describe. I, I, you get us I, there. I knew you were. I, once you said, you know, once he came over, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I know the brash guy who's yeah. like refers himself in the third person. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was a great quote. I'm like, yo. I like it. If I was never born, he'd be a number one pick. <laughs> That's pretty good. A little John Moran in him. That is pretty damn good. And and Win Banyama, by the way, is like that he, dude. He is that dude. He's Chad Holmgren, but like better off the bounce. Update on Judge, he just flied out. So still sitting there. Looked like they were pitching to him. Yeah, they're pitching to him. He got and he actually missed one. So okay. he he had a shot. He centered it went to center field. He didn't get enough of it. Yeah, I think people are just ready for that one to be over. I think they're just gonna I start but you know, a softball over the plate. It's going to do it for us today. Thanks, Tristan Crick, for joining us on at the show. Thanks to Jessica Bentz for hopping on as well. Gianna Jeffrey, up next on Miss It. For Jason, I'm John. We're gone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.